two, three, four. Hello. Welcome to the Ron Report for Thursday, September 15th, 2022. We have the original recording here, along with Beto's the Cat chiming in, and the text transcript, if you care to read it. Hope you enjoy it. Are you going to be able to edit it, like if we... Oh yeah, totally. That's good. Yeah. So you like the intro? Yeah. <laughs> like those seems to like it too. Bob, what do you think? You want to be in the interview? Yeah, well, I think that anybody's life is interesting if we can really look at it the right way. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. So what's your story? I'm living it. <laughs> I'm writing it as I go. Right. Um, the shared human experience, man. We're all here. We all have that in common. That's my story. Yep. Shared human experience. I like that. We're all here and then we're not. And then we try to we make meaning. Try to put meaning to it. What's it been like sharing 107 with Ron? What's it been like living in the Devonshire? What's it been like? Yeah. What's the experience been like for you? Oh, it's been... It's been great. It's been part of my transformation and I've learned a lot gained a lot of wisdom through you and your experiences and you know we're both at different paths but I think we kind of share some of that same sentiment and you're a righteous guy (laughs) I wish more people were like you I feel the same about you so, like, talk about your transformation. That's really what interests me. That's what kind of made me think that you would be a cool person to talk to. My transformation? Yeah, you mentioned transformation. Like, I think I've always felt a little uh, displaced by society's rules, and I didn't realize it. Um, how I didn't fit into that mold... Pretty recently, um, within the past few years, it just kind of, kind of a culmination of things led to this transformation of trying to live minimally and just trying to um, be present at all times. And I've always struggled. I was always living in the future for most of my life. And it took a lot of practice to get to the point to where I appreciate the here and the now. and That's a pretty cool transformation. What's your, um, being in the now, what's your plans for the future being in the now? <laughs> um, I mean, how do you see your life <laughs> unfolding? My future, I am, I, I see life unfolding into 
endless possibilities because when you open yourself up to the universe or God or the cosmos, whatever you want to call it, um, there's so many opportunities that can arise that you can choose to take or not to take. I mean, if you think about every single decision in your life, it comes down to two choices, doing it or not doing it. You know, we all have a choice in the morning to get up out of bed or we could stay in bed all day long. Um, so I don't think it, we can all dream, but I don't know if anyone actually knows what's going to happen. They don't, you know, they don't know their destiny. It's just a part of life. It unfolds. What that's, would, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. What if you had a, an Aladdin's lamp and you could make any wish come true? What kind of life would you like to lead? How would you visualize your life unfolding in the best possible circumstances? I had an Aladdin's lamp. Yes. <laughs> the genie comes out. Is it three out, wishes? Or just three one? wishes. As many wishes. One wish could be, you know, I can that you have unlimited wishes. Is the is the genie Robin Williams or is it somebody else? It's a real genie. <laughs> it can actually, you know, manifest. He was my favorite genie. So. He was a genie? Well, he played a genie. But he was a, he was a genie in real life, too. Yeah. He was a, he was a magician. He made people laugh. Um... I don't think I would necessarily wish anything for myself. It's not, I don't care much for money. Um, I don't really believe in it. I think I would wish for humanity to wake up and realize that money is not important. It's, it's very backwards how our society operates. Uh, what's important is helping people, serving people serving our planet, being good stewards, securing a future for, for all species, all, everything. Um, I don't even really know if I would use the three wishes. I would just want that one thing. If I could have anything in the world, it would be for people to put our planet first before the profits. And That's a pretty cool um, response, my brother. I was just reading something about, you know, it's not about being happy so much as it's about making other people happy and yeah. being happy because you're able to bring happiness. Yeah. And then the whole world, you know, is in support mm -hmm. of... Exactly. Then you don't have war. You don't need... If everybody's happy and fulfilled and sharing their resources, there's no more need for war. There's no more need for... Uh, Police, there's no more. It, it, all, most of the problems would be solved just by your own personal happiness, and that's something that we talk about almost on a regular basis, a almost on a daily basis. So you're about to head off for uh, Puerto Rico, yeah, in just a few hours. Yeah, five five a.m. Um, what's that about? Um, well, I was living there last year for about six months working on a farm, and I got really sick and decided to come back here and heal, and now that I feel like I've got my strength back, I have an opportunity to go uh, house sit and dog sit, and so I'm just going to utilize that time to 
allow opportunities to happen, uh, present themselves. I don't really have a plan afterwards and I kind of don't want one. It's a little daunting, but I'm just kind of leaning into that unknown because like I said before, the opportunities are endless when you let yourself just be completely open to anything. And so that's my, my goal. I don't try not to think too far into the future. It seems to me that <clears throat> that kind of a perspective actually takes a lot of courage to say you yeah. don't know what's going to happen in the future. You don't have like a solid plan, you know, and financial uh, framework and support system and all no. that stuff that most people need to build their life around. You're saying you don't really have that. You're just open to possibilities. Yeah, what I've learned is that people are there to help you when you need the help. People are very responsive, and there's good people out there. We don't focus on that. When you go and turn on the news, they're not talking about that. They're talking about all the chaos and doom. But if you realize that there's people every single day all over this planet helping one another, that's news. That should be making headline news, in my opinion. That's that's what actually matters. So. so are you kind of modeling yourself after Cohen Massa, the couch servers that came through here on their bikes, going from the kindness of strangers to the kindness of strangers yeah. on their journey across America? Yeah, exactly. Those guys were so happy. Yeah, I'm just not doing it on a Walmart bike. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. So what about your, um, you know, we've been, we've talked a lot about farming and, you know, I've tried to do some farming here and learn about growing your own food. What about that part of your life? Uh, that's something that I want to get more involved in. I want to start, and that's what I plan to do in Puerto Rico and whatever happens after is start foraging more, start, um, living out some of the ideals that I have. Um, like one of my, I, I don't know, I kind of call him a mentor. His name is Rob Greenwood, and he's living the way that I believe we should be living. His ethos is, is completely revolved around our planet and how we can stop being you know, consumers and be more producers and share our resources and I just really find it incredible and he's out there and he's living that and he's also showing that um, through his YouTube videos on his Instagram so he's he's putting himself out there which takes to me that takes a lot of courage so what I'm trying to do is essentially not follow in his footsteps but kind of create my own path I guess you could say to to, so, to that same outcome so he's kind of a minimalist could you describe him that way oh for sure yeah he uh, kind of no. similar to what I how I try to live except he's except I seem to have a lot more clothes <laughs> but uh, he's got he has really nothing um, he, he was living out of a backpack for a while for a long while he rode around the world on his bicycle, on a, um, a bamboo bicycle. He uh, lived in a 
little shack that he built out of just recycled material mostly had a compost toilet had an outdoor kitchen had a, a shower from cisterns just living a very simple life but what i've come to realize is that when you live that way when you live a simple life with less you actually have more in my opinion you have more abundance because you appreciate things more when you just have a bunch of stuff and a bunch of cars and a bunch of houses you don't I don't feel like people can appreciate that as much. But when you don't have anything, you 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 can live according to however you want. Yeah, and you're surrounded by nature typically when you're living like that, or at least he is, rather than surrounded by four walls and sheetrock and a car and a and a uh, office and a city and all these accessories of civilization you're rich in the experience you have of your surroundings rather than being shielded from the natural world you're exposed to it and you have to integrate you have to respond to it yeah definitely um and that's part of the why he lives that way and that's a main reason or at least how i want to live is surrounded by more nature because nature is everywhere we are nature it's it's just a way to explain the world but i prefer to live in a more and i'm more fulfilled when i'm in a more natural element near water um it's just how my body operates how my mind operates and i feel so much gratitude when i'm in that environment what's your perspective or your opinion or whatever on the way that people live today society in general status quo lifestyle of of people living on planet earth right now i mean everyone has their own path you know and um i think for the most part every most people just want to be happy do good not harm other people i don't want to be judgmental but I don't think we are living the way that we should be living. Um, I think putting consumerism, money, greed, power at the forefront of everything is very unhealthy for our planet as well and ourselves. And I've since an awakening happened and I see changes happening all the time. And so there's, it's, it's very hopeful. I'm, I'm, I really, it's hard to um, create a system that works for everyone with, eight, what is it, 8 billion people currently? <laughs> so how do you have a system that is not only sustainable, but how do we heal the damage that we've created on this planet with this many people that's economically viable? I think we do that by just consuming less. If we all just make a choice to consume less and reuse, there's tons of clothing out there, there's tons of cars out there, there's there's so much th- that we already have. There's so much food that we currently have um, that we just throw away. 40% of the food in the US we throw away. Why? It doesn't make any sense to me and so I try to make sense of it and I try to be hopeful and I try to do the best of my abilities. And if everybody does that, I think 
we can we can thrive yeah well that's the next question that's bubbling up in my mind you have gone through this <coughs> transformation and yeah most people haven't so how is that going to happen on a scale large enough to make a difference in how we live as a species on this planet how are other people going to go through how did you go through this transformation or would you call it a transformation yeah definitely it's a transformation i've always been kind of a minimalist i remember you know even as a child my parents would ask me what do, what do you want for christmas and i would say i don't want anything like nothing and i to this day i don't want anything like i always wanted them to give money to an organization or something like that so i think i've always known that i wanted to live this way i got lost a little bit along the way but now i feel like i'm on the path that i should have taken all along and if i can do it if people like Rob Greenwood and there's a ton of examples um celebrities and and it it has to become mainstream which is a good thing um like the counterculture has become mainstream and okay. that's good because it also forces corporations hands to start acting accordingly and to stop just per- this perpetual growth Yeah, well, we live in a neighborhood here, a very nice neighborhood in San Antonio, or maybe one out of a hundred neighbors feel the way you do. I think it's more than that. <laughs> you can tell by their yards and the cars people drive. Yeah, that's one I out think, of a hundred. I, I think there's a lot of people that... Um, and, and there's feel instances like- all over the world, not just in the neighborhood. There's. Um, I was watching a video today on... Like indigenous, um, the Lakota Nation, and how they're they're trying to get back to the roots of of farming, oh. and using those ancient practices that people have been using for thousands of years. That's that's vital. That is important to pass on to people, and you can do that in the city as well. It doesn't just have to be in a rural area. You can do you can grow food everywhere. Look at how many lawns are just on this one street. They're pointless. They're just extracting resources. But if you replace that, some of it, even just a portion of it with an edible landscape, then we'll have an abundance of food that we can just share with people. Like I keep hearing about um, food shortages. There's no such thing as a food shortage. It's a knowledge shortage. It's a resource shortage. So we need to get some of these, some of the um, access to people don't that don't have it we need to help them so that they can grow food and feed their families well you're right uh home gardens and community gardens are a trending thing yeah even in our neighborhood you see people growing things in their front yards in their backyards yeah it's beautiful and i guess that is the beginning of a transformation exactly like you're talking about yeah and then it also needs, it's the city, the local officials need to be on board as well and stop fining people for doing that. And like, why would you find someone for just growing food so that they can feed themselves? That doesn't make any sense to me. And there needs to be more funding for local community gardens. 
Yeah, then you're not only growing your own food organically, locally, to where you can grow a tomato or a peach or whatever until it's actually ripe. Yeah. And then pick it instead of growing it in California or yeah. Mexico and picking it green and shipping <laughs> it thousands of miles or sometimes across yeah. oceans exactly. to show up on your grocery store shelf, which is also part of the problem of being non-sustainable is that we waste so much energy in yeah. growing and transporting food. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, you know, it's really... It's an out-of-balance equation. It is definitely out-of-balance, and it's backwards. But the beauty is that all of the problems that we have in this world, there's solutions for every single one of them. There's not a problem that we can't solve. And especially as human beings and what we've accomplished and what we're trying to do, if we just put our energy and our resources into that, into fixing the problems that are important then everything will be perfectly fine. That's a beautiful thing you just said, that there's a solution for every problem. You don't hear that every day. And just to uh, to say that and to hear that is like a really cool thing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, if you think about it logically, of course it's true. Yeah. Every problem has a solution, every question has an answer. Yeah. And it creates a positive environment rather than the current negative, um, divisive, uh, sarcastic, cynical environment that we live in where solutions are almost a ridiculous idea. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you naive fool, you think there's a solution? No, yeah. there's just problems. I mean, that's, that's why it has to come from a grassroots uh, level because people can sit there and bicker all day long about you know the problems that we have in this world and not get anywhere but it needs to come from just us just everyone consumers where we're spending our money uh why you know buying locally instead of shipping our food in from you know other countries so you're talking about being living more consciously basically oh yeah definitely and it was, uh, I think it was Winston Churchill that said, every, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity, an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. And I'm trying to live kind of by that, that uh, ethos. So you're going off to Puerto Rico in a few hours you just going to be hanging out pretty much, <laughs> just letting life um, come to you, hanging out way, on the beach, surfing, yeah, in a swimming? Yeah, in a way, I'm taking this time to appreciate life um, because that's what it's about, right? It's not about working and socking away money. Money doesn't exist. The things that exist to me are the ocean, the rivers, the clouds, the sky, the trees. You know, those are the things that are important to me. Uh, making money is not very important. And it's something that I've... It is challenging to kind of be comfortable with not having like a revenue stream and just figuring it out as you go. But I've also learned that 
that's for me that's those are some of the the best times so honestly tell me do you feel excited or intimidated by the future you know possibilities of for me or of humanity or just for you personally <laughs> oh excited i mean there's a whole world out there you never know where you might end up um if you just take the opportunity take the chance you know so many people tell me they wish they could be going and just live out of a bag and my response is you can why not who says you can't like every everyone has responsibilities some people have kids some people have mortgage but you can simplify your life and design it to how you want to live there's no one that says you can't except yourself and once people realize that the possibilities are endless so if you wrote a book about your life what would the title be <laughs> um one man's journey in becoming nothing and gaining everything along the way nice I, I think that would be the title if I had to if I ever wrote a book cool well that's what I'm going to use for the title of our interview <laughs> put it up on the Ron Report nice. and yeah. put it out there man I get hundreds of hits Yeah, people yeah. look at it people recognize that here's something cool and they're they've been following it yeah so we'll add this to the collection i hope so uh, i hope more people are receptive to what you're doing and how you're trying to impact the world and through your writing and your wisdom that you've you've gathered throughout the years yeah thank you and uh yeah it has been a pleasure sharing this house with you and this property and you know these hours and these projects and stuff and I hope you come back and we do some more and that life continues to unfold in amazing bountiful ways yeah. for both of us you never know thank you so much for being an interview subject <laughs> Brother, you are awesome yeah I love you Beto <laughs> is totally chilled out man yeah. he was grooving out on the <laughs> conversation he was looking at you and he was feeling very he's chill calm yeah, yeah. or calm and then he's looking at me hmm. it's like and then he's just he's like he's not hissing at me no <laughs> he felt the tranquility and the the energy I think animals are much more tuned into that level of reality that humans are we're more in our mind than in our ideas you're right they don't have that abstract thought they just experience things <laughs> they're tired they're tired if they're hungry they're hungry if they're restless they're restless they go do something yeah and they pick up subtle signals